Hello and welcome to South Carolina Spook Show. I am your creator and host, Blake Mosley, and for the whole month of October, I will be bringing you short stories of true crime and paranormal activity around the Palmetto State, leading up to the spookiest day of the year, Halloween. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the show on whatever podcast platform that you prefer so you can be notified whenever new episodes drop. You can follow the show on different social media pages like Facebook and Instagram. It's at South Carolina Spook Show and also on Twitter at SC Spook Show. You can send me episode suggestions or your own personal stories to scspookshow at gmail.com or shoot me a message on any of the social media sites that I mentioned before. You can check out my other podcast. It's called When Words Fail, Music Speaks. I do that with my good buddy James Cox. It's all about music and mental health. It is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. With all that out of the way, let's get into today's spooky short story. episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The following passage is titled The Ghost of Eddingsville Beach, taken from the book Legends and Lore of South Carolina by Sherman Carmichael. Before the beginning of the Civil War, the planters of Edisto Island planted Sea Island cotton. Many of the plantation owners became millionaires in a short period of time. They built elaborate homes on Eddingsville Beach, across the tidal creek from Edisto Island. The houses were built facing the sea with large porches for entertaining. Most of the houses were built in the same architectural style. Mary Clark, daughter of one of the planters, got engaged to Captain Fickling. Both were descendants of old families. Mary Clark and Captain Fickling grew up together on Edisto Beach and were childhood sweethearts. As the families were preparing for the upcoming wedding, no expenses were spared. As the wedding day finally arrived, the families and guests began arriving. The bride, on the arm of her father, walked under the cover of the native vegetation. As they walked down the aisle at St. Stephen's Church, the groom waited at the altar. Mary Clark and Captain Fickling were pronounced man and wife. The married couple received their guests in the churchyard. The guests were invited to a feast on the beach fit for the royal family. The food was prepared by the best cooks on the two plantations from recipes handed down from generation to generation. In early October, about a month after the wedding, Captain Fickling set sail for the West Indies. Mary anxiously awaited her husband's return. He did not return at the appointed time, and Mary began to worry. He was now long overdue, and Mary was almost ready to panic. She would walk up and down the water's edge each evening, waiting for her husband to return. On October 12th of the following year, the sea began getting rough. She feared a hurricane might be forming out at sea. The hurricane would be in his path and would further delay his return. 
there were no warning signs of hurricanes at the time, and many ships and lives had been lost during the past storms. She realized that others were worried about a possible hurricane, too. The causeway to Edisto Beach had already flooded, leaving everyone on the island stranded. Within hours, the hurricane hit the island. The house Mary was staying in began to sway and started to give way. There was a great sucking noise, and all the candles went out as if the air had been sucked out of the house. Total darkness set in as the sea began to wash up into the house. The family members sat, fearing for their lives. As the sun came up the next morning, it brought a scene that Mary and her family would never forget. Trees were down everywhere. Some beach houses were washed away. Furniture and debris were scattered everywhere along the beach. As Mary was surveying the hurricane damage, she noticed a dark form floating toward the shore. As she continued to watch the dark form moving in the surf, she realized it was the body of a man. She rushed down to the water's edge to pull the man ashore. As she reached down and took hold of the man, she realized it was her husband. She dropped down on her knees crying, holding the lifeless body of her husband. She later learned that his ship had been caught in the hurricane and it sunk. All lives were lost and Mary's husband's body was the only one that was ever recovered. Today, Eddingsville Beach is just a hint of a sandy beach. The story goes that on some nights, a girl can be seen pulling a man's body out of the water to the shore. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you can be notified when these daily episodes drop, and I'll see you tomorrow. I'm your creator and host, Blake Mosley, and this is South Carolina Spook Show. Y'all stay spooky and have a happy Halloween. isn't always easy. In fact, we all battle depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the thing that we can rely on to get us through the tough times we all face. The podcast, When Words Fail, Music Speaks, with host James and Blake, discusses the healing power of music. They interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and a lot more. On When Words Fail, Music Speaks, enjoy interviews and lively discussions about musicians and songs you know and love. This is a podcast any music lover will enjoy. Add When Words Fail, Music Speaks to your podcast playlist right now. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and wherever you listen to podcasts.